Before we start this episode, I want to give a big shout out to Zipster, local web people who help entrepreneurs and artists make kick-ass websites and get found online. Visit Zipster.com to find out more information. And on to the episode. This is Andrew Duke, and you're listening to the Free Pizza Podcast. Free Pizza, your platform for creatives, and today we're interviewing the one and only legendary, amazing, two years in the game, even though I don't believe her, <laughs> the D Rivetta. What's up, D? Hey, 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 how you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing I'm, good, doing I good. I drove to Raleigh to do this. I was so excited. I was already going to be here anyways, but I hit you up because we're going to do this Sunday, and I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to be here tomorrow anyways if you're available, and sure enough, you were. No, we made it happen. We made it happen at 9 a.m., which is uh, thank you for that because a lot of people were just like huh i am usually not up at 9 a.m <laughs> at all i'm dead to the world until at least like one o'clock i mean you stay up late doing all of this i do i'm in her home which is mm-hmm. uh insane and uh pronouns hmm? you think pronouns she hers she her, okay, yeah um and i walked in and i was just mesmerized art is everywhere which is how it should be mm-hmm. uh, you're an abstract painter and designer i am um which i love talking to abstract artists because i'm always uh there's always a story behind the pieces there is so i'm very excited <laughs> to dive into that but let's talk about where you're from like you know and go from there yeah so i'm originally from new Bern, north carolina mm-hmm. um so all of my family is from there and um actually from a small town a little subdivision outside of New Bern, like maybe 15 minutes. And so there's Vanceboro, North Carolina. Yeah, super small town. That's where I went to high school. And then um, I also go back and forth to Cove City, North Carolina, which is even smaller. Cove City. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So that's where I went to church and um, on Sundays and did all that. So super, 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 super quiet. Not a lot to do. Like we hung out at Target for fun. (laughs) Um, okay. I mean, like yes. just sitting in Target, walking around, like that was our hangout Weekends spot. Like, so you can imagine they were brazy, okay? Oh, you like, wild. I mean, so totally wild. Oh my gosh, you were <laughs> yeah. far from the beach, though. Do you go there often? Um, not really. Actually, I cannot swim. I never learned how to swim. swim? Okay, Mm-mm. yeah. yeah, yeah. So enough. it's like maybe like thirty minutes from the beach, so like yeah. not too far. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah. coastal, mm-hmm. kind of coastal city. Kind of coastal, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So they actually have a marina out there, so there's like a lot of like boats and like people go on the riverfront, and like do cute little dates and stuff. It's really cute. Yeah, yeah. I love meeting people from these super small towns because there's a culture about it. Mm-hmm. You know, there um, is. Because I mean, you're an artist, so people. I've talked about artists who live in bigger cities like the Charlottes and New Yorks and whatever, and it's just it's, y'all people people from smaller places are a lot more reserved. Mm-hmm. They are, know, which I love. There's a, there's, a, there's a certain peace. There is, <laughs> you know, because you grow up in like these places where like I had to drive 15 minutes to get to like a grocery store. Exactly. So like you kind of have to like be okay with like just quiet. Yeah, and if you're not, it's like good fucking luck. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah, and I was. I know you didn't get into the the artwork till 2020, but were you influenced at all by any type of art growing up? Um, I mean, I've always been a creative person. I wouldn't say that I like always thought of myself as an artist. 
Um, so like when I was, I was a really mischievous kid. I was so mischievous. Getting into trouble. Oh my god. <laughs> um, so there were a couple times where I went and like put baby powder like down the like air conditioning vent and like it blew up and like made it snow like and I was like super into that kind of stuff like always getting into something like messing with (laughs) no I would switch like the the sugar and the salt oh I was yes yeah I know you just out here just terrorizing right playing with your life I know (laughs) Cause I swear, if I put some salt in my coffee, I know I'm so sorry, Grandma. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, rest her soul. But oh, shout out to Grandma. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm so sorry. Oh my gosh. Um, but yeah, um, always really, I really always really like like figure skating, like watching people figure skate. That yeah. was like my thing. I loved watching that. Um, but as far as like artistic stuff back home like I didn't really get into it until like I had the time to when yeah. I was an adult yeah. um I did like marching band in high school Super, okay music yes okay let's go yes. Like, yes. so let's yes. talk about that a little bit yeah so um I played clarinet I started playing clarinet in middle school really yeah mm-hmm. okay okay around eighth grade yeah. is when they, when they get you into like that kind of stuff and then um stayed with that all throughout high school because mm-hmm. I was in concert band as well so I was oh playing gosh. clarinet then that's a big deal yes then I was in um color guard in high school you know flag, flag yeah 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 that that's was my really shit I was so like <laughs> I was like just enamored with it I mean like it was like one of the best like things I could have like done for myself at the time so I was like super like you know just had a lot of self-esteem issues and didn't really you know like I was coming into myself still and I was kind of like I want to do something fun and cool and like just kind of figure it out Mm -hmm. so I did that for four years and then um in college um that's part of a lot a lot of stuff were you (laughs) like a like a lot (laughs) I don't even know if I can remember it all um and uh my dorm, I think I did. I was head of choir committee. I was an upper class mentor. UNCG. Yeah. What brought you to Greensboro? Let's start there. In Greensboro. What what brought you to Greensboro? Yeah. Um. So, college. College. <laughs> UNCG. Like, right, yeah, yeah. Let's go here. Yeah. So actually, my sister um graduated from UNCG, and I think if I get it wrong, I'm sorry. Um, it's 2007, 2008. Okay. I believe. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> And so when I toured, I was like, oh, I want to, I don't know if I want to go here because my big sister went here and da 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 You know how people are yeah. with like their siblings and stuff. Like, yep. I don't want to do that. I want to do something else. Yep, yep. Um, but I think I walked into, I think I toured one other residential hall before I got to Mary Faust. And I got there and I was like, yep. This is it. Mm-hmm. This is where I want to be. I was like, mm-hmm. Yo. Yep. I love us, fellow Spartans. So mm-hmm. what about Mary Faust? I'm, this is me just asking, just I'm curious. What about Mary Faust, really? Bro, the rooms were big as hell. <laughs> she was they were big. No, because they they like talk about this like when you go into like orientation, 
um, it's because the floor plan was built before they had like the standard, like you know, cone and like more strong or whatever. No cone. <laughs> yeah. So they, the the building was built before they had a standard floor plan. So like all the rooms had like just different quirks about it. Like I think the biggest room was on the second floor, and I got that room like my last year, and I was like, yes, this oh, is great. Dope. Um, but I think some had like like raw hangers but people used them for like different things and then some had like i think some had like bookcases and shelves like different stuff like that so like every room was like different and i like that and that's literally like one of the top reasons why i went there (laughs) other than like you know they were just really friendly um which i later found out i was like uh but (laughs) (laughs) just being honest yeah that's a very uh was that, was that, a, that wasn't an international dorm? dorm. That it was, was um, a residential college. So what, what would happen would be you lived in the same um, dorm that you took classes in. So they have, like, your gen eds, like, be in. Gotcha. Wait, like, yes. down. Like, I'll go, like, downstairs in my pajamas, like, slippers. Your gen ed was there. And had class and then went right back upstairs and went to sleep. Wow. Mm-hmm. I was out there walking around all of campus. Hell no. Classes. Not me. Man, whatever, D. <laughs> and you studied psychology. I did. Um, so what pushed you to, because I know that probably has to tie in somewhat to what you're doing. It a does. Bit to your work. So it does. what made you go into psychology? Um, so I have always wanted to do psychology mm. so, since like high school. Yeah. That's what I said I was going to do. Like when I was like in high school, I was like, I'm going to get a PhD. I'm going to go for psychology. And I'm going to, you know, do all this other stuff. Now, high school me did not know that, like, psychology and counseling are two different things. I know. They are. (laughs) Um, So, psychology is more, like, research-based. Like, if you want to, like, do research and studies and all that stuff, you want to go for, like, a psychology degree. Counseling is more of, like, face-to-face, client blah 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 mm-hmm. talk about issues now counseling and therapy is like two different things too <laughs> so counseling and therapy are two different okay i guess that they're, makes, that sim- they're similar and like to like you know the everyday person like it's like the same thing yeah. but like you know as a counselor and training I have to be like they're different but yeah you know what I mean? I think they're, they're similar different. but like they're different in their own ways right 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 yeah very interesting mm-hmm. so went there knowing you be a psychologist mm-hmm. uh, knowing you want to study psychology um mm-hmm. are there different is psychology one broad thing or can you go into different kind of sectors of it? I mean, you can go into different sectors. Like, I know there's developmental psychology right, and right. then there's also, um, like, cognitive psychology. So, like, neuroscience and stuff like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and admittedly, I don't know that much about it, even though I studied it. Like, let's be real. <laughs> but. <laughs> it's all good. I understand that. <laughs> nah, nah. Like, when they be talking about all that stuff and, like, you know, the general, like, psychology degree. They're like, you take abnormal psychology and, like, um, developmental and different stuff. And they're like, here's, like, a general thing of like literally every single thing and then you leave and it's just kind of like okay um yeah Yeah. use it or lose it you know yeah yeah straight up um so with counseling it's more of like here's all these theories (laughs) because a lot of a lot of counselors have like different theories they go by um there's there's a lot of there's a lot of them like i 
mm, we're not gonna even go into yeah, that. No, it's enough. a lot. It's, it's a deep dive. It, it's a very, very, very deep, like yeah. very, like very deep dive. Yeah. Um, there's like a lot of different theories, a lot of different approaches, a lot of different like ways in which you can get a client to open up or not. Mm. Um, and one thing that I've learned is you never, ever, ever, ever work harder than your client, right? Like, okay. e- like ever. And so what that means is if I'm talking to somebody, right? If Like I'm talking to you right now. Yeah, yeah. If I'm talking to somebody and they're not, they're resistant or they're like, I don't know what the point is. Like, da, 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 da. I'm like, okay. Really? We, yeah. That's mm-hmm. a type of approach mm-hmm. too. And it's not like a, oh, like I'm not willing to help you, but like you meet the person where they're at. Mm. Mm. So if you're not ready, then like, I'm not ready. And we're not ready until you can. I mean, it's on you. Yeah. yeah I mean, it makes sense. Yeah. So like my approach is like. <laughs> I know a lot of other counselors like don't do this, but like, I want my client to like lead me where they want to go. Mm. Whatever goals they have, like, I just want to be respectful of that because there can be a thing where a counselor could be like, oh yeah, you should try this. Counselors aren't supposed to give advice. That's not what they're for. Oh, mm-hmm. very interesting. That's like an ethical issue. Really? Mm-hmm. We're not supposed to give advice. I know a lot of people like think that and it's a common like misconception, but we're not. You're not supposed Mm-mm. to give advice. Mm-mm. Is that because you could lead them? Yep. To... Okay. It's like biases and stuff like that. So like if I say like, I think you should do X, that's putting an expectation on you to do X thing oh. versus like, you know, what do you feel like you should do in this situation yeah. or give me some like. Let's go through some scenarios or something like that where you do this thing, blah, blah, blah. Let's role play. Stuff like that. So. That actually makes sense of, you know, mm-hmm. therapy. That actually mm-hmm. makes a lot more sense. It yeah. makes a lot of sense. And I've wow. had, like, counselors and therapists who, who do that. And then it's kind of like, but they want me to do it this way. But, like, I do I really want to do it this way? Right. right. And then it creates a whole, like, like, weird relationship thing where you're like, this person's supposed to help me, but then they're putting their own like expectations on me. Yeah. And yeah. now I'm kind of like, why the fuck am I in therapy then? Yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. Why am I know? here? That's a very good point. That's very interesting. Mm-hmm. I had no clue that's how it worked. Yeah. Wow. And I did not learn like any of this until I started like actually like going to grad school. Cause I thought, I thought all these things too. I was like, Oh yeah. Like I'm gonna give such great advice. Like I'm gonna be great. Like da da da. And they're like, Nope. No, <laughs> you're not giving any advice. I was like, okay, great. He's like, oh, okay. Yeah. Where? Like, so, what do I do? So in undergrad, mm-hmm. Did they also have that same kind of teaching as well? Or did they kind of tell you that you should give advice? No. It was a lot different. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. So in like the psychology field, if you want to be a counselor, you have to go for your master's degree because they don't really teach you how to do counseling and like psychology stuff. They, right. It's more of like, like a general degree. So... I don't really, I don't think I ever had any classes that specifically focused on like counseling. Interesting. I don't think I did. Yeah. Yeah. You have to get like the general psychology degree. Then you have to go to a master's program. Um, and then after like practicum and internship, you do like, you take like the national like counselor exam Yeah. yeah. and then you got to do more hours to get licensed and then after that it's like a whole bunch of stuff so 
they don't really prep you for if you want to be a counselor like they don't prep you for that like anybody out there listening if you're trying to do like a counseling degree they don't prep you for it it's a, it's a lot of learning, a lot of soul searching, a oh lot of like gosh. emotional labor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I do this all online as well. Oh my gosh, yes. it's all online. The mm-hmm. master's program is all mm-hmm. online. That has to be intense. It very much so. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't say. <laughs> Don't Look, sugarcoat okay, it. It's, no, it's it's, it's it's it. Yes, and then on top of that, like, <laughs> I had COVID um, my first quarter of grad school. <sighs> My very my very first quarter of grad school, I got COVID. This was January, January ish of last year. Yeah. And <laughs> very first quarter of grad school, I was taking like you know my intro courses. I had like ninety sevens in those, so I wasn't like you know, you know failing or nothing. You, you know, I know right. <laughs> so I was like, oh shit, I have COVID. Oh no. Um. Let me just, like, email my professor and see what's going on. Mm. So (laughs) they were just like, yeah, um, reach out to student services, and they'll, like, figure it out. Because it was the last couple of weeks of this quarter. (sighs) I had a paper. I had, like, a six-page paper due. I had to do an interview with a licensed clinical mental health counselor over a Zoom. I'm, like, dead. Like, coughing, hacking. Like, look, I mean, like, everything except for, like, the fever like i had like brain fog out the ass like it was ridiculous so emailed student services said hey i have a 97 in this class in both of my classes like what are my options here if i turn in my stuff late they were like yeah we can help you withdraw for medical reasons and I'm sitting here like, withdrawal. I'm like, I got the the thing, like the thing that everybody is worried about, like, like right now, like the pandemic. actual thing. And the only solution is for me to withdraw due to medical. Re- I, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm so I was I'm still so confused. Like, it doesn't really make any sense to me. But Jesus Christ ended up having like a super bad like mental health breakdown, like the worst, like the worst I've ever had in my 27 years of living ever like ever like I was having panic attacks like every hour I didn't know where I was like I was just like I have to get out of here yeah yeah like I'm traumatized so I went home for a week and I was also adjusting to um my new medication at the time Mm -hmm. so like when I say I felt like nothing at all like like nothing Like I saw my grandpa and I hadn't seen him at this point for maybe like almost two years. Saw him for the first time. He cried. He doesn't do that. And I was just like blank. Just done. Like like absolutely blank. Oh my gosh. So you can imagine like, you know, also first quarter grad school, got COVID, mental breakdown, went home, nothing for I don't know how long. Yeah. I also was not sleeping at this time either. So you were just insomnia. Um, yes. I didn't sleep more than three hours for like two weeks. COVID, all this yeah. stuff. You mm-hmm. were really in the trenches. Very much so. I really like genuinely thought I was not going to pay anymore. Like I was like, like I'm going to lose it. Either like I'm going to go check myself in somewhere or like I'm going to lose it. Yeah. 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 Straight up. 
I'm so happy you pulled through. I did. I did. God dang. It seems so far away now. I know. It really it? does. The past two years just seems like it either it didn't exist or like, yeah, so far That's away. That's exactly what it feels like. It yeah. doesn't even feel like two years have gone by at oh all. God. That's so wild. Mm-hmm. Well, so we know what happened last year, but let's mm-hmm. get to what you got into painting. Cause oh, yeah. The fact that you started this and this is the year 2022 mm-hmm. and this podcast will exist forever. You started two years ago in mm-hmm. 2020. I did. Out of nowhere, kind of. Mm-hmm. You just okay. I'm yeah. gonna, I'm gonna let you tell the story. So, <laughs> in the piece if you did first is right behind me. It is. It is. So it's one of my favorites. Please guide us to how this all happens. Okay. So I write about this in my um about page. Yes, it on is on my, her website. It is on my website. In her, in her words, right now. It is. Um. So, I tell everybody that the first time I picked up a brush was in uh, probably about like. 2018 okay um i was doing it for like mental health reasons at that time so i started mm-hmm. with like watercolor um and my counselor at the time was like look you're stressed out mm-hmm. <laughs> i was a preschool teacher at the time oh my god yes um i did that for um a little over two years really so from 2018 till about june 2020 i was doing preschool okay i taught preschool and um my counselor at the time was like, look, you're really stressed out. Like, you're crying every day, which was true. Um, like, you're underpaid, overworked, all that stuff. Bruh. I was making ten fifty an hour with a bachelor's degree. In 2018? Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Yep. Oh, I don't want to think. About it. I'm at the teachers now who teach... You know, high school, middle school, whatever, they paid nothing. So that doesn't really ne- surprise me that much. Next to nothing. Yeah. And yeah. it's it's horrible because these are the people that are teaching your children. Yeah. To, like, be better humans. Yes, exactly. And we're not even getting paid enough for that work. Like, I have my own. That's a whole different podcast. But we can. Yeah, that's 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 insane. That's $10 an hour is ridiculous. The Free Pizza Podcast is proudly sponsored by Lucky House MFG. Lucky House is an eco-friendly screen printing and design studio with over 10 years of experience in the industry. They offer high-quality custom printing services, including apparel printing, graphic design, promo goods, and embroidery. Visit www.luckyhousemfg.com to get a quote and to learn more. Insane. Anyway. (sighs) Thinking about that just makes me so mad. That just makes my skin crawl. I'm like... Uh, I wouldn't. I wouldn't trade this right now for like in, like anything. Right. I'm so I'm so serious about that. Mm. Mm. Like mm. it may not be consistent. It may not be like you know like you know big money or whatever. But like I'm happy as hell. Yeah, that's all that really matters. It really like happy? that's all. Yeah. So after this counseling appointment, she was like. Yeah, let's um let's try watercolor like painting or something for like you know self care reasons. I was like, have uh-huh. I? I was like, have I ever told you? <laughs> like this is me in my brain. I was like, have I ever told you that I have any interest in like doing that painting? Like me, really? You know what? It's like okay. And I was like, eh, I don't have to take your advice because you said it, but like. I guess I'm going to do it. So that day I went out and I got like one of those like little Crayola like watercolor yes, things. Yes. The ones that smell kind of funny. Yes. I remember those. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I went out and got one of those. 
and I did, I think it was, I followed a tutorial on YouTube. I think her name is like Snowberry Designs or something, but she does like, yeah. like little like sunflowers and stuff. And I was like, oh, if I do a little sunflower, it's going to be cute or whatever. Yes. Um, <laughs> it was kind of so ugly. Uh, it was kind of ugly, but it's mine and it was cute and I was really That's proud of it. That's all that matters. Um, posted it on my Facebook page. And everybody's like, oh my God, that's so pretty. Da, da, da. And I was like, okay, well, maybe I'm going to just keep doing it and see where it goes. Yes. Then 2020 comes around. Oh, God. And um, teaching preschool, I was in the twos class. So I had 16 two year olds in my class. I had another teacher in there with me oh as well. Oh, And, um,. You know, we were doing a whole bunch of like different little art projects. So you know how they have like the little, little like stick this here and put this here and then look, it's like a hand, but it's like a turkey, like that yeah. kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Them kids were bored out of their mind. Okay. <laughs> like if I'm if I'm bored as an adult, like doing this with you, then you're gonna be, be bored, bored as a two year old, right? Absolutely. So the one time. <laughs> The one time that I was in charge of the lesson plan because the head teacher was like out on vacation, I was like, okay, we're going to get some black stuff up in here. Like we're going to do some like finger painting. We're going to like, you know, just have, have some fun. Cause like, why not? The yes. material's there. Exactly. So I think I read them a book. It's called little blue and little yellow. Okay. And I think it was written like, maybe like the 70s or 80s i could be wrong anyway so it's about like two different colors a little blue and little yellow and they like mesh together and they form a new color which is green mm, yeah. mm. and then like everybody is like oh wait no you're a different color what is that this is crazy what's going on you're not supposed to be together yeah so it was a cute little story and I really liked it. I picked it out at the library and also picked out um, this book called Don't Touch My Hair. Oh, of it's course. a cute, cute little, yeah. it's so cute. Yeah, yeah. It's like when I cannot remember the author right now, but it, really good story about like, look, don't touch my hair. I know mm. you like it, mm. but like, if I say no, then don't touch it. Mm. Like the end. Um, cute little story about consent. So we talked about that. And um, for the art activity that day, I just like put some blue paint out, put some yellow paint out, put some brushes, some different little things they could like move it around with. And I said like, do whatever you want. And like the kids were like, what, whatever we want. Like, whatever we I was want. like, as long as it doesn't get on your clothes or your body. Or make a mess. Yeah. Or on the wood floor. It is fine. You can just. Yeah. Just do whatever. Like I'll do it with you. Like, yeah, just yeah. do whatever. When I say every single kid, like their personality just like came out on that little piece of paper. Like mm. some kids would like take the colors and kind of like dot them around a little bit and then like just smush it all with their hands, right? And then some kids would like take it, take a brush and then like dip it like all, like all the whole brush the like in there, brush there and then just kind of go like, like okay. all over. Yeah. I like that. Some kids will like take the little piece of paper put the color only in one spot and just keep doing it. Yes. So like the paper would just like tear in the middle. He's like, oh, okay. And I had them all like hung up on the wall. And you could see like each kid's personality in in every one of those. All of them it different. was it was incredible. Mm, it like really, that. really was. Yeah. 
And so I was just kind of like, hmm. Now, imagine if I tapped into that as an adult. Mm, hmm. Let's go. Let's go. So that's where the inspiration for my inner child series came from. Okay, I was gonna ask you. Okay. Yeah, perfect. That's exactly perfect. where it came perfect. from. Perfect. Yes. Um, although I was not the happiest when I was a preschool teacher, just full disclosure, it was not like a happy time for right. me at all. Um, I did find some like you know really good experiences, and I loved my kids. Yeah, I really did. Um, it was just more of like a look. They taught me more than I taught them. I say that probably that experience probably That's changed exactly everything what it for did. you. Yeah, it did. Wow. I like I saw that and I'm like, these are two year olds, and I could just like put this up in my wall and somebody would be like, oh my god, that's a piece of art. Like, yeah. I was like, I want to take this home. All like, I want to take it home. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, oh, like you did so good. Like I'm so proud of you. And it wasn't like a thing where adults will like cut it out and be like you have to put this here this part goes here mm. da, 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 da. like that's not nurturing your child's creativity right that's telling them that like you can do this but only if it fits only in this box this way yes yes like yes. this way is the only way you're supposed to do it and i hated watching it i was like no you could have just let that kid just do whatever he wanted to but it could have been like a whole piece like but now it's like, it has to be like Santa, or it has to be a turkey, or it has to be like, Mm-mm. oh, it's so boring. You're <laughs> leading your kids astray. Just let them be it's whatever so boring. it wants to be. Exactly. That is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. But the author is Sherry Miller of the Don't Touch My Hair. Yeah. Yes. 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 People who are interested in that. I've heard of this. I've not read it, but I've heard of this before. Oh, it's a fantastic, it's so cute. Yeah. It's the yeah. cutest book. They asked me to read that book like. 15 times really they like yeah. it that much mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. really awesome I actually like, tied it into like um like consent cause children children know if you put it into words that they can understand they yes. know yes so I was like look even though the little girl in the story is black I think her name is Aria which is the cutest name I ever that name. Yeah. she yeah. was like even though, I was like even though this little kid is black that means that like if somebody touches you or if somebody asks you for a hug and this and that and you don't want to just say no thank you no, thank you I don't want to hug just no thank you <laughs> and they're supposed to say okay and if they don't that's not your problem but you did it the way you were supposed to absolutely just like I had an issue with <laughs> my kids like <laughs> would like hug each other mm-hmm. and they would be like no I don't want to and they would like freak out and I would say like hey if a friend does something that you don't like, say no. I need my space. And if they don't, if they don't leave, then you come tell me. But we're not, we're not gonna do this thing where we have nice hands because we have to like sugarcoat everything. Yeah, we couldn't say, yeah, yeah. we couldn't say no to them. Mm. Um, that kind of stuff. Um, so we were like, we have to have nice hands, you know, that kind of stuff. Like mean hands do this, nice hands do this. So I had kids a lot that were, um, that kind of got like overstimulated and they oh. would, they would like hit. And so I was like, okay, like when you feel those big feelings coming up, you come tell me and we can talk about it. And then when you're ready, we can come back. But. Wow. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they would be like, Miss Deanna, I feel the big feelings coming. I'm like, okay, let's talk about let's it. Talk, let's sit and talk. Mm-hmm. Wow, so that psychology was kind of 
Yeah. That teacher was coming yeah. in. Yeah. I did yoga with them in the morning. I did like, yes. my, I did mindfulness. Now, right, I am right. not bendy and I am not like the most fit person in the world, <laughs> but we made it work. Made it work. That's all that matters. <laughs> we sure did. And they had a lot of fun. We got our wiggles out in the morning during like circle time because we would have to have them sitting like, you know, crisscross and like, you know, because. I saw that some of the kids were like wiggling and trying to get up. And I'm like, okay, let's get up. Like, mm-hmm. let's get our wiggles out. And then I'd be like, yep, now it's time to like sit down. And if we need to get it wiggles out in like 10 minutes, we can. But it's all about like adapting. Yeah. That's what it was. And a lot of teachers I saw, unfortunately, weren't really doing mm, that. Yeah. They were just kind of like, nope, you got to sit down. Nope, you got to do this. Nope. Very like, robotic. Yeah. I'm like, it's, they're too. Like, I'm restless. I don't want to sit here for 30 minutes to listen to you talk. I don't want to go through flashcards. <laughs> that's like, I so hate, true. I hate flashcards. Oh, look at that. No. Yeah, that sounds awful. It was... <gasps> I'm sitting there bored, too. I was like, oh, my God. Like, when is 5 o'clock coming? Because I want to go home. <laughs> like, I am ready to go. I swear to God. If we do the ABCs one more, one more time, time, one more time, I'm going to jump out the window and I'm not coming back. Like that kind yeah. of stuff. That's like a personal hell. Oh my God. It was so like bad. That. So Jeez. I'm like, again, if I'm bored by it as an adult, I'm not going to subject a kid to that yeah. ever. Yeah. I'm not doing it. That's that is so that is a lesson for everyone listening. Mm-hmm. You're bored or something, just, just find something else. Exactly. You know, you just hadn't done some situations, but mm-hmm. for real, that's crazy. So you left teaching in 19? June in 2020. Yeah. Oh, really? So you were there for two years. Mm-hmm. And in that sparked this. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's, so let's talk about you getting the canvas. God. Obviously, you're doing watercolors. But, like, when did these big, expressive pieces oh, come to Oh, God. Um, so, June 2020. That was a that was a turbulent time. Bruh, <laughs> that was, let me tell that you. was like toilet paper gate. Everybody's freaking out. Mm. We gotta get our toilet paper. Um, My God. We were just starting out like quarantine, like quarantine. Oh and, my uh, God. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like it. so long ago. Those were the good times. That was oh not even God. like a good time. It wasn't a good time at all, but it was just like Oh, different. Very I don't different. have to go to work. Everything shut down. Everything's shut down. I get to stay home. It's like okay. what? This was also the time that we moved from Greensboro to Raleigh. That's right. why I left. Oh, this is always this preschool stuff was all in Greensboro. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay, mm-hmm. yeah. So I was like, I need to do something else. I'm drained. I've been here for seven years at this point. I think I'm done. Yeah. I think I'm done. Yeah, yeah. Um, I did not have a plan when I left. I love this. I didn't. I did not. Yeah. I had no idea at that point. Grad school was not even like a thing well, for me. School, I wasn't yeah. even thinking about that. I was like, I just want to go. I don't know where I'm gonna go, <laughs> but we going because I'm tired of this shit. We are leaving. Nah, like, there's just something deep in my spirit that I was like, I have to get out of here. Like, this is not for me anymore. Very fair, very fair. Um, so we settled on Raleigh, and then, like, in June-ish, um, I get educational benefits because I'm in grad school because my mom is a veteran. 
Gang. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah Shout yes, out yes. to mom. Shout out to mama. Hey. So, um, I get paid like every month that yeah. I'm in school. So it covers like rent and stuff, which Your GI bill. Yes. You know what it is? Yeah, yeah. 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 Thank God. Yes. Um, so that's how that happened. And then once that was covered, I was like, okay, bet. We just gonna keep doing art. If I just say, if you gotta, <laughs> hey, if it's covered, then it's like I was like, well, I'm just gonna take the leap. I don't know where it's gonna go. Um, That's yeah, and then uh, I think it was October 2020. I got into my very first show. Your very first show mm-hmm. was in 2020. Is it? It was in and 2020. It was in October. Did you start with the Inner Child series, or did you just start kind of just free balling? I did not. Like, yeah. It was like free balling stuff. Yeah, yeah. I didn't start the Inner Child series until 2021. So this was oh, this was last year the Inner mm-hmm. Child series, but mm-hmm. this is like okay, where you're expressing any emotions, or were you just, mm-hmm. just getting. So yeah, let's talk about what yeah. was going into these first pieces. So. Very first pieces that I did. Um, there's one that's like lines and stuff. And I started out on like maybe like five by seven pieces of paper. So like super small. Um, and they're really just like, you know, trying stuff out. Like seeing how stuff like looked and like what I wanted at the time. And at the time I was like really into like, you know, like lines and stuff and like mm. different like like bolder marks and there's like white marks in there, stuff like that. It's a lot. Like nothing looks the same. Yeah. From yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. I can Yeah. No. I can tell. Nothing looks the same in that first that first year, like twenty twenty, everything is different. Wow. Because I was still trying to like figure out, okay. Do I like watercolors? Do I want to do acrylics? Like, mm. what about markers? And I'm, like, trying to figure out, like, all this stuff. And, you know, I did it all on my own. Yeah. Like, yeah. I never had, like, classes or anything. Like, I was like, I don't know what a filbert brush is. Yeah. I still don't know what that yeah. is. Like, what the technical stuff is like. You I don't know, know I'm like, shader? What? Just like, don't know. <laughs> like, if it makes a cool work, then I'm just going, you know I what? I love that. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So, 2020 was all about exploration. 2021 was more of like okay i like acrylics let's do some more of that Mm. i still do watercolor obviously but there's like two different things now like acrylic is when i i use acrylic when i'm like mostly on canvas and um watercolors are more like my calm place like when i need to calm down because i like to watch the like colors like sink into the paper it's like my favorite thing to do Watercolor is much, much slower for me. Um, Acrylics, just experimental. Like, I do anything and everything with them. Like, you see this. (laughs) It's it's everywhere. Straight up, yes. Yeah, so like... Oh my God. Yeah, and then I did my first big, big piece in... I think it was May. Of 2021. Yeah, 2021 like the summer. First huge piece. Mm-hmm. And yep. what was your motivation for that? Just to, just to challenge yourself to do something big? Or what was the motive? Oh, yeah. I knew I always wanted to paint big. Yeah. I knew yeah. it. So you for the get-go, you're like, no, I this knew is it. I, I was do. like, I want to do a big one. Yeah. But I didn't know, like, what I wanted it to look like. Right, exactly. Or, like, what I wanted to do. So I was like, I'm just going to take some time to do some paper. And then when I feel ready, I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And so I did it. And I did it with, um, I think it was high flow acrylic. So it's like 
there's like different kinds of acrylics I've learned. There's like heavy body and like soft body. And then there's like the liquidy, like flowy, like drippy kind of stuff. And I was really into that for a long time. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So there's like a lot, like in 2021, there's a lot of drippies, like a lot of like, you can tell now looking at it, I'm like, I can tell exactly when that was made. Um, 2021 was a lot of drippies, a lot of like, I was getting into like that graphic black line sort of thing. Mm, Yes. And, um, lots of color, like so much color. It didn't make any sense. Like that's why I'm wondering now is like where to your color choices and why. Um, partially intuition partially because i love looking at like different color palettes like when i go out and go shopping or whatever i'll just like look at different like textures Mm. or i'll like i do this thing where if i'm not feeling up to creating or anything like that like i'll just take a picture of something like just boring everyday stuff like i have pictures in my phone like a sunset or like trees that look pretty that's what i do or like um i took one like a couple days ago that's like a bush outside and it has like these cute little berries on it and I go back and I reference those and like look at different color palettes really? mm-hmm. yes. Yes. and so I do those those are my deconstructed watercolor studies so calming yes more slower mm-hmm. pace mm-hmm. I like that yeah, yeah so when I'm not feeling too good about like my color palette choices I go on an app and I like generate like color palettes and I just keep doing it until I find one what app is this it's coolers. Oh yes. C O O L O R S dot co. Gotcha. Okay. Mm-hmm. And they That's have a dope. website and an app. So I just press generate like a billion times. Like, boop, boop, yeah. Boop, boop, boop. Oh, and I go into Lowe's and I get the little, um, the, the, the paint. Yeah. Yeah, the paint yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I get like a huge stack. And this one lady was like, what are you going to do with those? And I'm like, I am an artist. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, okay. They're like, okay. You can have They're them. like, what are you doing? What are you looking for? You're painting your house. I'm like, girl, I ain't got no house. No, like I'm painting my bro. canvas. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and there's another, do you know that? The Pantene is a Pantene, the, the color. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have a website that's always beautiful, just different color palettes. I as need well. to go look at it. Oh my I haven't yet, yeah, yeah. and I don't understand why because I love that kind of stuff. Yeah, <laughs> amazing. I'm going to go for it on Wikipedia. I love that site, and I only I only do this kind of stuff, but I'm just like, bro, these color palettes are insane, they're so pretty. Oh my gosh. Um, so no, 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 no. It's not painting. I'm thinking of the name in a minute. It starts with a P, but painting is definitely a hair product. Mm-hmm. Anyways, um, <laughs> Pantone. Is it Pantone? It's Pantone. Oh, okay, yeah. That's why. Pantone. Pantone. Yeah, that's why. That's why. <laughs> yeah, Pantone. Pantone. I said Pantone. You said Pantone. Oh, Come on, shampoo. Oh my god. <laughs> Pantone. I love looking at Pantone. I love mm-hmm. looking at colors as well. And it's good that you're influenced by just the outside world. Mm-hmm. I, I'm the same way as a photographer. Yeah. Um, cause I think you'd be very influenced by the shit that's naturally happening. Mm-hmm. Um, so go through like before when you sit down and do a piece mm-hmm. and you're feeling whatever, do you usually just sketch something out on paper first or you just, you just go for it? Most of the time I just go for it. Yeah. There's been a couple and I mean like a couple mm. <laughs> that I planned out before. And usually when that happens, it's either like something that's been brewing for like a long, like a long time. Mm-hmm. And I'm kind of like, I don't know if it's, this is ready yet. Like there's been some pieces 
um, this one piece called Redacted. And it was done, I think, in, uh, I think around, like, May 2020. And it's, like, easily, like, the most, like, raw piece I've ever done. Mm. And once I did it, I got out, I got off of a a really, like, frustrating, like, I was pissed off, Mm. um, for lack of a better word. It was a really frustrating phone call. I got off the phone call. I sat there for a minute. Set up my little, like, easel. Got, like, red, orange, black, and just, like, smeared it all up. Yeah. And then I was, like... I'm going to add words to it. Okay. Yes. So if you go look at it on my website, there's like parts that are like blacked out Mm -hmm. and you read it from like the top left side all the way down to the bottom right side. And there's parts that are blacked out and it makes sense as you're like reading it. But the parts that are blacked out are like personal. Mm. Yes. Very much so. So while you don't know like what the situation is or like, you know, anything like that, there's like very specific things. There's like a, um, one part of it says, um, you will not find the forgiveness you seek in my heart. That's what it means. That's what it says. And there's another part that says like, how do you serve only yourself? And it has a definition of fraud at the bottom from the dictionary. And, um, yeah, I mean, like, it's really up to the viewer to decide who or what redacted oh is. Gosh, like, yeah. and usually I don't do stuff like that. It kind of felt pretentious doing it because I was like, oh, shit, like, <laughs> and I got um, that, you know, that artist, you know, but I mean, like, I like, I like sharing a lot of myself. And that's part of the process, too, is that, like, sharing through Instagram and TikTok and, like, you know, just talking to people. That's part of my art practice because I'm inspired by, like, just the different ways you can be a human. Um, a big part of my art practice is, like, sharing that. So having the ability to share but also keep things private in that piece was really, really important. And also, I hid it in my closet. Right after I finished it. Really? So For you finished months. it, you just put it away. I finished it in literally the same day that I started it. And I put it away. Because wow. I was like, I, I'm so uncomfortable. Because it was It was anger. so, it was so, like... For for months. Like, I just now started posting about it, like, a few months ago. Yeah. Um, Until I felt ready to share about it. Now, I will say, I think it's part of the reason why... Um. I don't really talk about like anger and stuff mm. in my work because, you know, I am a black woman mm. yes, <laughs> and yes, that's yes. not really expected of us. We don't, we're not really seen as that like stereo- angry people. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, so that was always an emotion that I was taught to like, you know, hide, keep Suppress, it down. Don't yeah. let anybody know. And if you are, then something's wrong with you. Mm. Um, like, no, you're not supposed to do that. Um, so now as an adult, I'm kind of like, okay, I don't let myself feel that. Hmm. That's interesting. And now as a counselor in training, I'm kind of like, you're supposed to feel all these emotions for a reason. They're there for a reason. If you don't let yourself feel that you're doing yourself a disservice. Mm. Um, so still very uncomfortable with it. I'm not going to lie. Fair enough. Very uncomfortable. Very vulnerable too. But I took it to my first market in December and people were just like, whoa. 
Really? Yes. That was really uncomfortable for me. <laughs> so what? But uncomfort doesn't mean a bad thing. Right. That com- uncomfort is Yeah. Is good it's just unfamiliar. Right? That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and a lot of times, like, people have a fear of the unknown. Yes. And that's also one of the reasons why yes. I do abstract, because people are kind of like, I don't, I haven't seen that before. I don't know what that is. What is it? Da, 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 da. Okay. That's fine. That's fine. There it is over there. If you want to go yeah. see it. I'm going to see that after we're done. Yeah. For sure. Um, it's crazy. That's <laughs> the biggest gripe of people, abstract art, who, not admit, when I first, before I started this podcast, I was a photographer and didn't really dive into other mediums. Mm-hmm. I didn't get it. Mm-hmm. I'll go to museums and be like, hey, what's why, that? Why? What? Why is this worth $3 million? You know what I'm saying? Like, right. what? But as I talked to more of you guys <laughs> and studied art more, I was like, this is actually pretty amazing. Mm-hmm. And now I love it. Like, walking to your house, I was just like, <laughs> this is so great. This is so great. Yeah. Yes, I'm, yes. I'm so glad and honestly and this is what I tell people all the time like I ain't get it either for a while mm. like yeah I really didn't and I didn't grow up like going to museums or anything like that I think the first museum that I went to as an adult that I wanted to go was like a few years ago really? so I never yeah I never really went to museums or anything like that that's even because, more crazy to me yeah because like Again, I'm from a rural part of the state. True. And we didn't really have that around. Mm. Now, there is like an art scene in New Bern, but I sure as hell was not a part of it because <laughs> for <laughs> reasons I I don't know. It just never really happened. So, yeah. 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 I mean, it's it's been a beautiful experience because I'm kind of like, okay, I didn't really want to do like realism or anything like that because... You know, I don't, nah, I'm not really interested in things that I've already seen. Yeah. If I see it already, if it's, it's a thing, like, I don't want it. Yeah. It's just like, that's uh, just me. Like, I'm not really, like, the type of person that's, like, you know, like, feel some type of way if somebody says they don't get it. It's fine. I don't care. Like, yeah. you see what you see. If you see nothing, that's fine. If you see something, tell me. We can have a conversation. That's what I would like. Yeah. Yeah. Like, oh, so well. it's like, whatever. I had a professor that said my art looks like graffiti in my grad school program this was recently interesting and i was kind of like okay that's what you see like mm -hmm." i'm good with it whatever you see i mean whatever and graffiti is a form of art too so i don't know what you think you don't know if he was saying (laughs) that in like or he or she was saying that in a negative way oh he was okay he was like he was graffiti is beautiful Mm -hmm. i love seeing graffiti very much so (laughs) yeah it adds color to the world (laughs) yeah like the every day. Yeah. 110%. I love it. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. You should start doing graffiti then. <laughs> <laughs> I want to get arrested. Okay. Good point. Very good point. <laughs> and, and obviously people can read about these series you have because you also have, you have a few series on your website which are all amazing. People, please yes. go to our website and read them. Um, Inner Child series and um, God, take what you mm-hmm. take what take you what need. Take what you need collection. Yes. Um, so you don't have to necessarily go into depth of what those are, but like, how do you know when they're done? How do you know when these pieces are done? Like, that's what I'm very curious about. Intuition. Really? I'm, I'm like dead serious. Yeah. Um, so a lot of my process involves looking, like literally just looking at it. Mm. And because my like little makeshift art studio space is like in our living room. Yeah. 
that's where the pieces live. So like when I'm on the couch, I can see it. And like if I'm watching TV or whatever, like I'll be looking at it indirectly. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And I'll have times like (laughs) where me and my boyfriend are like on the couch and we're like looking at its show and we have it paused or something or like the um (laughs) the like commercials are on and he like mutes it and I'm like looking at it and I'm like, Oh shit. I gotta put something here. So like grab like grab like some like markers or something. It's like and I'm like, okay, good. Now I and I like This is like all the time. And so there was one, it's a big yellow one. It's called Graceless Grief and it's right over there. And that one sat there for about three plus months. I did not know what to do with it. I was like, I don't know what this one needs. I have no idea. I just sat there. I didn't, I didn't touch it for three months. It just sat there. And I was just kind of like, I don't know when it's ready. Like I'll figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. Just, I don't know what it needs right now. And that's okay. That's it. That's fine. And it took three months and then I finished it. In like one night. <laughs> one night. So yeah. Three months. Oh, one night. I got yeah. It. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That is mm-hmm. amazing yeah. to me. That was recently in um the Durham Art Guild's like member showcase. Ooh, yeah. Let's go. Mm-hmm. So I guess how do you get into the, how do you get into these different showcases? Are you applying for them? Are they coming to you? I do a lot of applying. I love that. Yeah. A lot of rejections, which is fine. Hey, it happens. That so comes part with of, life. Part of life. Um. And so do a lot of applying, a lot mm. of applying. I'm also a member of the Durham Art Guild um, and the Black Women's Art Collective. Mm-hmm. So I've been getting opportunities from both of those sectors. And then um, recently was in a show um, at Pop Box Gallery in Boxyard Research Triangle Park. Dope. Um, yes. Actually working on another piece for another show, which I'm doing a 3D like sculpture thing. It's really cool. I'm so excited. It's oh, going to be sick. That's yeah. Um, yeah. So that's opening, I think, sometime in April. Yeah, I believe. Um, so that's a thing. And then just a whole bunch of other different opportunities. Oh, yeah. I figured I'll mention this, too. I have my first solo show at Tate Street Coffee That's in June. what we need. Oh, Tate Street? Yeah. The OG? Yeah, the OG. Oh, you no, know, I'm going to be there. What's the date again? <laughs> yeah, so it's um, June 1st through the 31st. My work will be there. Oh, my. Yeah, I used to so love I'm, walking in that place and seeing artwork. Uh, it's like a full circle thing. Because oh, my God. All the sleepless nights. Tate Street Coffee, Bruh. Ice Black and Tan, I Will Love You Forever. Oh, it's so good. Love a good black and tan. We love you, Tate Street Coffee. Yes, I use my go-to as well. And yeah. Neapolitan sometimes, Ayo. too. Neapolitan, me too. Yes, bro, I'm <laughs> telling you, this is, I wish we knew each other more when you were in Greensboro. I know, but now we know each other, and I think it's for the better. It's amazing. Mm-hmm. And you're also part of the CBA, the mm-hmm. the um the black black women's women art, art collective so yeah. tell us a little about that. yes that's, that's amazing <laughs> yeah so um the black women's art collective was started by um my soul sister my mentor karen archia mm. um she was owner of the people's perk and that closed in oh, yes. around 2017 yes, I, yeah, awesome. I never got a chance to go really the place was so it was so underrated it, it was really place, was and that's what i keep hearing yeah it was it was it was super cozy it was art everywhere couches and stuff and it was it was a different vibe for sure mm-hmm. but 
Some people, I guess people just maybe just didn't kind of overlooked it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so walking down Mendenhall. Oh, they did. Yeah. And yeah. me included. Because yeah. I always saw it, but I was like, dang. And then we actually um, connected because I was in the um, We Art Greensboro 2020 show. That was a virtual mm-hmm. show. It was my very first, very first show. And so I was looking and I was like, Karen Archia. Now, where have I heard that name mm-hmm. before? Yeah. Huh. Turns out, <laughs> a lot of my friends know Karen. They were like, "If you, if you haven't like linked up with Karen, you need to link up with Karen." Oh, and, da, da, da. and I was like, "Okay, bet." So I followed her on Instagram, and then um, I actually did my very, very first artist interview with her nice. for um, "We Are Greensboro." God, it was just a formative time for me. I was like, "This is incredible," and I'm like, "Here's this lady that has been doing art." And she's just so, so genuine and so kind and like genuinely wants to know more about me and my art practice. And I just started like, this is this big deal. what in the world. Yeah, it's huge. So now we're like linked up. Like we like, yup, this is a thing. Like yeah. We're friends. And so she was like, you want to be part of the collective? And I was like, yeah. I'm barely an artist, but okay. <laughs> I'm fresh in the game, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. So she, she tapped um, me to be part of the collective and then also two other artists. So Jessica Jackson, who is at Blissfully Curly on Instagram, okay. and Bevlin Oka, who is A-F-I-O-A-K okay. on okay. Instagram. And so it's me, Karen, Bevlin, and Jessica, and we are the Black Women's Art Collective. Nice intimate group. Mm-hmm. Very much so. Oh, wow. I love that. Um, and so we had our first exhibition, June of 2021, at the Kernersville Public Library. Oh, really? Yeah. Kernersville? Mm-hmm. Wow. Mm-hmm. That is dope. Yeah. So that was like, that was really cool. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I have pictures up on my website of that as well. Um, so we started out like, you know, meeting virtually, making together, like just chit-chatting, being like sister friends. Yeah. And all that stuff. And it's been like a really nice experience to have like other black women artists like just yeah. to talk to. Yeah. And like it's not really like a oh like you need to be making like all the time. It's like whenever you want. Yes. Um, and we all have like our different like styles and like, you know, they have day jobs and stuff like that. Like it's just it's incredible and this is honestly like one of the first times that i've been in a group of like black women like creatives and like felt like yeah i'm good mm-hmm. like this is mm-hmm. you know you're where you're supposed to be mm-hmm. yes. it's been like an incredible experience and we just got a grant from the nc arts council yup so we're getting paid for our work, which That's, needs to happen a lot it more. It needs to happen for these artists, I'm telling you. Especially black women artists. Yes. Let's be real. Let's go. Thank you, NC Arts Council, for actually tangibly supporting black women artists. Let's go. Shout out to you guys. That's amazing. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's really Yeah, wild. so we're, we're going to get paid for that. And so I'm doing um, Karen's organization, Public Art Practice. Um, I'm doing social media for that as well. So I'm the social media director for you. public art practice. Skills. You know? <laughs> Skills. Come on, multi-talented. Yes. I'm so doing a whole bunch of stuff. You're doing yeah. so many things. And we have our, um, our Seeing Ourselves exhibit in June. Okay. Opening reception is June 3rd, first Friday in Greensboro Ooh, from 6 yes. to 9 p.m. Yes, and that is? 
Where? It is in the Center for Visual Artists downtown. Perfect. In the Cultural yes. Center. Yes, yes, yes. So it's going to be a super fun time. So excited. I'm just really excited. to get, I get to share my art in this way. Say, yeah. I'm so excited. Yes, so many things happening. So, ma- Wait, so, so many things. So those shows also in June yeah. at Take Street. Mm-hmm. And this show is in June. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just like, is all this, is, is, is the pieces done? Like, where, is some of this going up that's in the living room? Like, <laughs> yeah, so um, there's one that I'm still working on. I have to, I have to take very, very good care of it because it's one that... Um, it's giving me a little bit of issues. It's not issues. It's just kind of like, I don't know where I want you to go. Mm, and that's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, but there's one piece and it's over there, but there's one piece that I was like, the intention was to make it like a cute little flower field or whatever. And I was working on it with, um, my mentor, Karen, um, you know, just on zoom. Yeah. And then I got off the call and I was like, nah. And so <laughs> yes. it sat for a week. It sat for a long, a long time. And then I was looking at it one day and I was just like, something told me to put black on it. So I was like, okay, bet. Did that. Then something told me, write the word see us on it. And I was like, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so when that little voice tells me something, I kind of I have to like yeah, because it's gonna it won't leave me alone. So I did it. And then I covered up part of it. It's kind of it looks kind of like a curtain to me, and I think it's gonna be a narrative on you know, black artists, black abstract artists in particular, yeah, um, that are here <laughs> and have been for a very long time. But not haven't necessarily gotten like the honor and praise that they deserve, i.e. like Alma Thomas, Howardina Pendel, mm. um, Julia Moretu, uh, Micheline Thomas. I mean, these are name. These are black women abstract artists that I'm naming off right now, and mm. these are not like as known as like you know Jackson Pollock, like Georgia mm. O'Keeffe, of course, so. Hilmoff Clint, yeah. you know. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. when I say those names, everybody's like, "Oh my God, Jackson Pollock! I know that guy." Like it's you know, like, that's great. But and it's like, Alma Thomas was born in like the eighteen hundreds, eighteen ninety two, I believe, and she passed in like the seventies. Yeah. And so, we've been here the whole time. Nobody's just been looking for us, though. Exactly. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. See us. Mm-hmm. I love that. That's what that means. I love mm-hmm. that. I'm with it. With the, you know, so, and, and that's another reason why I started this show is like people are so drawn to these big names. Mm-hmm. It's like, and that's wonderful. Yes, they paved the way for a lot of people, but you and others are right here. Yeah, we're here and we're living. You're, you're like, I, like can, now. I can, I can reach out and talk to you, mm-hmm. and you're just as big of a deal as a Pollock or whether Rocco, whatever. To me, at least, you know, what I'm saying <laughs> I love, I love, I love that I can talk to you guys, and it's cool. Yeah. Um, that's amazing. That's gonna be such a great show. Mm-hmm. Yo, we lit. Um, but I'm wondering also, you do commissions. I do. So how does that work as an abstract artist? I mean, like, do they? Does a person hey, I'm feeling this. Can you do this? Or just random colors together? Like, how does that work? Yeah. So I actually haven't had that many commissions, but I'll tell you about a couple because I thought they were really cool. Um, so I had a client 
uh, messaged me and say that they wanted a painting based off someone's vibe. And they were like, I know it sounds weird, like da 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 da, but mm. like look at some pictures and like see. So I was like, that's not weird at all. Yeah. Exactly. Because I do that. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, I, I do that all the time. And so I was like, yep, yeah, looked at some pictures of this person. I mean, like, be- beautiful personality. I don't know them, by the way. Mm. Um, this, these are people that I don't know. But I'm, like, looking at pictures and, like, trying to, like, see, like, okay, are they wearing, like, certain colors? Like, you know, do they look like a certain color to me? That kind of stuff. They just said, look, go wild. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever you see, like, we'll love it. And um, I think I ended up with something that was like green, pink, orange, blues, and like small, like yellow dots. I'm really into dots, like small, small, small okay. details. Yeah. And I sent it to them and they were like, oh my God. They're obsessed with it. The little small dots look like lemons, and she's obsessed with lemons. Oh. And da da da. Yeah. Dope. Mm-hmm. I also have um, done just like commissions where they say like, okay, I want these colors. Then I do swatches of each color that I have like in that same color family. So like if they say they wanted like a green or something i take out all of my green paints like all like all of them and y'all i got a lot of paint (laughs) (laughs) i have an exorbitant amount of paint it's ridiculous so i'll take the color swatch out all the different colors mix them whatever write them down and be like send them a picture and be like hey pick out a few and then i'll use those and i'll send you progress pictures whatever you want like videos stuff like that because like I'm really big on people that buy my art. I want them to like absolutely 100% love it. Love and if it. they don't, then I'll do it again. Yeah. Like it doesn't really matter about making like a sale or whatever, because like capitalism is BS. Yeah, money is whatever. Oh yeah. yeah. But I want, I want like the person to love it like a hundred, hundred percent, like no question. Yeah. Like if there's something that's missing or like something that you want me to add, like, yes, please let me know because I want you to love it. Yeah. As you <laughs> so. said, it should. Mm-hmm. Wow, yeah, I've always wondered with like, obviously, like if you're doing realism, or whatever, it's kind of easier. Yeah, I want something like this, but mm-hmm. abstract is like that's kind of a process. Oh, it is. <laughs> you know, to do a commission, because it's like that's kind of difficult. There's so many different ways yeah. to exist yeah. in abstraction. Yeah. yeah, there's so many different ways. Like, I could do something with like drips. Like, I got glitter paint. Like, we yes. could do glitter. Like, some people <laughs> don't like glitter. I love glitter. Yeah, yeah. Like glitter there could be like line work or like just you know my inner child series i did with just my hands pretty yes. much oh, yeah. um wow. like 80 90 of it so like something like that like wow. literally the possibilities are endless like i don't even know what i'm going to do some of the time i, love <laughs> I have I love no that. idea <laughs> that's wild so how do you and we'll you know we're closing down here but how do you find the balance between like leaving this alone and having your own time and like you know just not getting burnt out on it um, uh, you're living, living, you're living where your art is. So yeah. like, do you ever have a chance to step away oh, it's from hard. it? And, yeah. It's hard. And that's why I do like polymer clay earrings too. Cause yeah. I have like two yeah. different and they're like 
for different things. Like I do the earrings when I'm frustrated as hell. I need to like chop up something like bang on something or something like that. Yeah. But like painting is more of like a look, I feel this way or like this thing just happened or like I just watched this thing and I'm like, like I have some digital work that was inspired by like these like old like cartoons that I used to watch and I keep seeing like paintings in the background, like animated and I'm like, Oh my God, I want to paint that. So yes. like that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but as far as like not getting burnt out because I do like online grad school as well. Exactly. I like real, I really have to like carve out time for art. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of where I'm at right now is like finding a balance between like doing my schoolwork and doing art because I'm passionate about both of them, mm. but it fluctuates. Cause I'm like, sometimes I'm like, damn, I don't want to do school no more. I just want to do art. <laughs> But then I'm like, damn, I don't want to do art right now. I got to do my schoolwork. Yep. So it like it fluctuates. Yep. Yep. And it's hard. Like I say, level artist is very difficult. It's very difficult. Especially when you difficult. do it most of the time and you got that. Do you ever think you'll combine, like, you know how art therapy works, but mm-hmm. is that a possibility for later in the future? Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking about you with the kids, like, that was kind of art therapy there. Oh, yeah. yeah. I used to, I used to be, like, so strongly against art therapy, and I'll tell you why. Because I didn't learn about art in a therapeutic environment. Like, Mm. I didn't learn how to do it in a therapeutic environment. My counselor said, this might be something you may be interested in. And Mm. I said, okay. And I made the choice to do that. Yeah. Whereas, like, I'm not sure how it works 100% in art therapy, just full disclosure. (laughs) Um, But I don't want people to think that, like, you can only do art in a therapeutic environment. You know what I mean? I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, so I'm not sure if that is how it would go, but I don't want that to be a possibility, but I'm looking into like teaching art classes and stuff like that. Mm. Mm-hmm. I'm looking, I'm looking into it, into it. Not, necessarily <laughs> not doing it yet, but, but we're looking into it because I've had experiences over the past month that I've just just solidify the fact that that's what I need to be doing. Cause people need to know that you can just do art and it doesn't have to be like a, a thing. Yeah. Like I say this all the time. And if you follow me on Instagram, like you're going to be sick of me saying this, <laughs> yes. but like, it doesn't really matter if it's pretty or if it's cute or like you can show it to people. Like all that matters is that you took the decision and you made the choice to say like, I want to make something for however long and it's mine. And that's all it needs to be. That's it. That's it. Call it a day. Mm-hmm. That's a mantra right there. Show Liz. Let's go. <laughs> D, what an amazing human being you are. Aww. Isn't this wonderful? This is so good. This is much needed. It is. It is. I feel a lot better. It's yeah. so early, and usually <laughs> I'm not. No, I am not awake and talking and like bright and bushy tailed at this hour. Well, it's I'm, early for I'm me. Honored. But like it's been it's been such a pleasure. Yeah. It really has been. And thank you for all the work that you're doing and you will do because it is needed. Yes. I think so too. Mm-hmm. Yes. You should. These stories are important. It is. You know, I hope you're 20, 20, 20 years down the road, you're like, man, that's crazy. Listen to this interview again and then see where you are mm-hmm. in 20 years. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I do this as an archive. It's like, mm-hmm. dude, I want you to listen to this 10 years from now and like look where you are. It's so, yeah. it's so important. Yeah. And it's so important for us as like black creatives to have that like yeah. tangible, like, things that we can look back on and say this is where we came from yeah yeah and this is where we're going that's it mm-hmm. that's it d yes 
So where can we find you on the internet? Alrighty. So I am on Instagram and TikTok and other social medias that I cannot remember right now. But Sounds it's fine. Good. At Rebetta Design Co. That's R-O-V-E-T-T-A-D-E-S-I-G-N-C-O. Let's go. <laughs> and you can also find me on my website at www.RevettaDesignCo at Squarespace.com. Yes. And also read the stories on the series and dive into it. Obviously, I can't sit with D for three hours and talk about all this stuff, you know. <laughs> but if you have specific questions, I'm sure you're open to people asking. Absolutely. Yes, yes, Talk yes. to me. I talk back. Yes, talk back. And you have a couple shows coming up. June. Mm-hmm. You have two shows in June. Yep. <laughs> Girl, we out here. We are out here doing it. <laughs> I will be at them both for sure. And obviously taking commissions when you can. I am, and yes. selling work mm-hmm. as well. So please support D in that, in that um, realm. And uh, we'll keep it rolling. Awesome. Yo, thank you so much again. Thank you for the listeners. Hope you enjoyed this story. I love being here. This is very great for me. <laughs> You're the best in the world. And uh, we'll continue this relationship. Whatever you need from me, I'll, oh, I'll yeah. get it done. Yeah, 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 me, yeah. yeah. I'll do whatever you need me to do. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right. Thank you for listening. We're out of here. Bye, y'all. Take Bye. care. The Free Pizza Podcast. We are on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud. Just go on the Google App Store. Go on everywhere. Check us out on Instagram, Facebook, MySpace, Live Journal, Twitter. We tweet. We'll do smoke sniggles. Whatever y'all need. Thank y'all so much. Have a good night.